Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello, New York City. Or wherever else you're listening to our podcast from. I've always wanted to say something like that. I can't believe it took us 44 episodes for me to open up. 44 episodes. That's amazing. Another episode of Bachelors in the City. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I'm Peter. And I'm Dustin. And today, we have another batch breakdown for you. We are three episodes into the one, the only, the wonderful Michelle Young's season of The Bachelorette. Got a lot of great stuff to talk to you about. Got a lot of flying stuff to talk to you about as well. You know I'm hyped when we get to talk airplanes and Top Gun and reused and recycled dates. Let's go, baby. We're also talking about uh, marathon training. You guys are going to be impressed with our prep. You, I mean, no one, no one, no one's quite dedicated like we are, Pete. Honestly, I try to keep up with you, buddy. Like you inspire me in such a way to where I'm like, I need to do better in running. You know, I I get that a lot actually. I just need to do better and I need to, I need to try to keep up with you. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. for you to share your marathon training with everyone. I think they're going to be really inspired. I think you're going to change a lot of lives out there. So I'm I'm really excited. That's what it's all about. That's why I do it. And, um, I'm excited to get into our prep work with you guys and and spill the details. And also, since it's uh, November, yeah, should we do mustaches for the marathon? Oh my god! Show support. This or is no shave November. It, it, this is uh, no shave, no shave November. And I can't grow a beard, but I can do a mustache. So I think we should do. Hey, let's do this together right now. Let's both. You have to shave everything else except your mustache, so I don't look like the only creep okay all right so just i I don't have my for whatever reason i don't know if you guys see my dad you would think i'd have the ability to grow a better mustache and it just is not there yet i'm 30 years old and i'm still waiting but uh let's do that no shave november for the mustache i'll help you out don't worry how are you gonna help me out how do you i'm gonna share how it works anyways we also have our third roommate question really excited about that lena is uh, on the pod today Shout out, Lena. Shout out, Lena. What's good? What's good? It's She's good to a have good you. Question. Yeah, good question. Interesting question that a lot of people might have that a lot of people don't ask. So furthermore, should we just get into it? Hold on. Let me just stretch a little bit. It's part of my morning routine from my marathon prep here. Oh, God. All right. We're good to go. We're good to go. Bullshit. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, let's go. Let's go. All right, guys, it's week three. Week three of Batch Breakdown. One of our favorite times, I would say, honestly. Michelle Young just uh, just keeps impressing and impressing and impressing. I'm going to say this right now. Pete's in love with Michelle. He's in love with I got a crush her. on Michelle. Like we're, we're just watching it last night, and he's like, I wouldn't be upset if she, if she uh, ends up single after this. I think I'm going to shoot my shot. I mean, I, I okay. <laughs> Just throw throw me out there. Um, <laughs> no, she just listen. It's she's so easy to root for. She is so like if you're if you're a viewer and you're not falling in love with Michelle, something's wrong with you. Is all I'm gonna say. So she's delightful. Like I've just really really enjoyed watching her. It's been really fun, and I don't mean to like say that in a way that throws shade on like Katie or anything like that, but this season is way better. Than last oh, season. I think I don't think anyone disagrees with that. 
Yeah, I don't want to sh- throw shade on any other bachelorette, but Michelle's the best bachelorette we've had in a while. Just her emotional intelligence, the way she carries herself. She's just mature. She knows what she wants. And uh, you can see it. And she's still, through all that, she still just comes off like so damn down to earth. And like, that's just, that's, it's just, it's, it's a unique quality to be able to kind of exude that while being in the role that she is in. Oh, absolutely. And you just got to respect it. The only other bachelorette that I have liked as much as Michelle is Hannah Brown. And that's, I think it just comes down to like authenticity and realness. Totally. And like, you can see the quality of character every time she steps in front of the camera. Just so, yeah, it's so intentional and with so much grace. And yeah, I mean, we could go on and on, but let's get into the episode. Let's go. So we start off with a group date, which is kind of familiar looking, honestly, if I'm being, if I'm being real. Didn't we see this uh, a couple seasons of The Bachelor ago? <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, did you guys just copy my date? Like exactly like thing, like everything they did from the, from the entrance on the airplane, jumping off on the wing. I'm like, yep, did that. Um, to the dramatic walk with the, with the fighter suits on, uh, fighter pilot suits. I'm like, yep, did that to the... Uh, whatever the G4 simulator, whatever you call it. Um, I'm just like, this is, uh, this I is I, you know, this. and I, I can't remember because I remember Top Gun 2. Obviously, I cannot wait for that movie. Huge shout out. It was so cool, um, you know, that they partnered with them. But it was supposed to be released like over a year ago, obviously. Um, I don't even know. There was something about, like, I remember hearing about partnering up with Top Gun 2 and doing something. I don't know if it was going to be for my season uh, or they were possibly going to have me come back later on the next following season right after because they were supposed to do this way before, but because Mm -hmm. the the movie got pushed back because of the pandemic. But I was like, oh, damn, like, look at that. I loved it. Much respect. You got to love an airplane, airplane days. (laughs) Unless you're me. I mean, the fact that it was just like a sponsored segment was awesome. If they want to sponsor us, uh, shout out to whoever's doing pre- uh, the PR for uh, Top Gun Maverick. We'd love to hype up your show on our podcast. Oh, 100%. And I love like all the, uh, they had all the Top Gun songs like playing in the background for so many different scenes. I was like, it was getting me pumped. I'm like, let's go fly some airplanes. <laughs> what did you guys think of the G-Force simulator? Uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever done anything like that? I've never done anything like that. I think it's funny to watch. I would never get in one. I would probably throw up. Yeah, I I didn't do... So I actually never got to do it. I was just the one spinning the girls uh, when I had that date. But I actually got to do it way back in fourth grade. I went to space camp and I got to do that that simulator. It was my, my first and only time. It's pretty cool. It's It's intense for sure. Do you think that it would be more manly to stay in the G-Force simulator until you throw up? or to tap out before you throw up. Nobody wants to throw up. I say tap out before you throw up. It doesn't have to be man. Yeah, that's not the best look on a, on a date. <laughs> not uh, not something that makes you want to, you know, get all romantic with the person and, uh, and and whatnot. So I think on the date in that specific environment, you got to think about Michelle, think about the girl in that, in that moment. But other than that, if you're going through training now, you tough it out and uh, you, you complete the mission. That reminds me, when I was in seventh grade, I went to our... Uh, town carnival and our fair whatever and uh there was a spinning ride and i was sitting next to the girl i really had a crush on at the time and Uh she wanted to go on this ride i was like sure let's do it yeah we get off the ride i threw up right in front of her i was so embarrassed (laughs) oh no 
Did you get to take her out again? I uh, I don't remember. I don't think so. I think that was it. That was kind of it. I mean, I threw up right next to her, so. <laughs> I mean, she probably wasn't carrying a bucket like Michelle. I know. That's true. Hey, it, it, also, the look on the flip side, if you do that and the person stands by your side and is not like uh, grossed out and like, what the heck? It's also telling right there, so. I mean, in reality, the whole idea of love is that you have someone to like be there to hold your hair when you're throwing up in the future, totally. right? Because we're all going to yeah. get the stomach bug. We're all probably going to continue to have a night where we drink a little too much. You want that person there to like support you and you want to find the person who's not going to judge you for it. So I guess I kind of get it. But at the same time, I can also see how it would be a bad look to yak while in the G4 simulator. She's not going to kiss you later. If you if you yak, there's no. You probably way. have mints on hand, and that's just it would be such a a, a bad cleanup just because you're spinning so violently that they would just been sprayed everywhere. Not to give you guys too gross of like a an <laughs> oh, image, right? But, let's, uh, so let's, let's just start my morning off graphic right. here. <laughs> so, I'm just being realistic here. Got to think of logistics. The second half of the date, like the day portion, uh, they start beating each other with batons. They do like a chicken style fight each other off of this pad and i was like wow this is kind of unforgiving first they're going to spin them then they're going to come smack each other this is a brutal date i like the second part that was good a good like macho man fight to the death gladiator simulator i i liked it a lot i thought it was cool my only thing is if you're going to talk shit if you're going to be a shit talker back it up and if you're not backing it up Get out of here. Go. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, who are you referencing? Talking here? about the pizza boy. Pizza. pizza Pete. The pizza. He was a bully, man. He was literally a bully. Peter. Yeah. The other Peter. Pizza boy, Peter. Pizza boy, Peter. Yeah. I'm not quite sure where that, that tendency to be a bully kind of came from because he didn't really back anything up. It wasn't even like good banter when they were going back and forth, when he and Will were going back and forth later on and like chirping one another. It wasn't clever. It wasn't thought provoking. Like thought provoking. It was stupid. It's immature. Yeah. And then he throws the jacket. Yeah. I for, The jacket. I just, again, I've said this before. I do not get, and Cassie knows what they're doing, but I do not understand the personality that, does and they find it every single season but this person that is just so willing to just go make a fool of themselves and like do things that like obviously everyone's gonna look at with like a side eye be like um what why why are you doing that like that just doesn't doesn't add up i i don't get how people are so willing to do that on reality tv i really don't but they do they find it they They, find every damn season i'm impressed he i didn't like the whole will peter situation i like that will basically embarrassed him in the baton fight. I looked up Clayton. So Clayton did incredibly well in the baton fight. And I was like, all right, dude, Who's I Clayton see you. Again? Who's this guy? Yeah, some guy. I don't know. I looked him up. He played football for Mizzou. Clayton, the bachelor, dude. The bachelor. Do you watch The Bachelor? Come He's on, the bachelor? Wow. Fooled me. Could have fooled me. You could have showed me a piece of like just uh, Wonder Bread. And I'd be like, oh, The Bachelor. <laughs> you guys but are mean. <laughs> Well, no, we get Clayton's first one-on-one time. And like the first time we actually see that he has a personality is this episode. Again, still a little skeptic about why he's picked to be The Bachelor. But like he did all right in his little one-on-one time where he spins her. He's like, we all got spun, so you've got to get spun. I thought yeah. that was cute. 
Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was cheesy. If I'm being I was, honest, I was, that was so cheesy. Yeah. That was, I was so cheesy. I was, I was laughing. It. I was like, <laughs> he, 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 I was laughing out to Dustin like on that. Day. He's like, Michelle, I just, I feel like I've grown so much. I'm like, bro, this, you just, you literally just met her. This is the third, this is the third date. This is like a week and a half into this. Um, <laughs> I was like, maybe it's a little bit, a little bit of a reach there. Uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, we're going to have to see something here. I mean, I, I, yeah, this is our first intro, first one-on-one time. This, he's going to have to knock, you know, knock it out of the park with a, either a one-on-one date or something too, I think. Because I think everyone's kind of in the same boat. I get it. It's like, it's just other guys like that you would, you, would, you would think of first. But we'll see. You know, we'll see what he, we'll see what he has up his sleeve. We will see. So after that, they go back. They show the Will versus Peter arguing by the fire. And then... Will is away somewhere and Peter comes by and picks up the Top Gun jacket that he got for being the winner of the day portion of the date and into the pool it goes. Which was better? When he threw the jacket into the pool or when Mari threw Kenny's birthday cake in the fire during Bachelor in Paradise this summer? No, I think think the jacket was petty. I think that was really petty. I I I Yeah, it was petty. It was so petty. Like, don't but, throw the man's jacket in there. Don't do that. But I'm not going to lie. Like, obviously, like, that's just, that's just shitty. Don't do that. There's no excusing that. Every, all the guys, you know, were on the same page there. And like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's not cool. But w- w- did I see that right? Did, was Will crying? He was crying. He was like, this is a symbol of my relationship with Michelle and all of the hard work I put in. I was like, okay, dude, you've known her. Like, you've interfaced with her for max three hours. I almost point. would have been more concerned if I and Michelle never even found out about the situation we as you know from what we've seen until she probably watched this episode back. But I almost would have been more concerned if like I would have seen the the guy crying like that. I just like I don't know. Did you guys not think that was a little weird? It was very weird. And he also so yes, I felt bad for him. That was his jacket. He earned that jacket. We don't know the brand of the jacket. Maybe it was a very nice jacket. Don't cry over the jacket. Don't man. cry over the jacket. Leave the jacket in the pool. It's gone. It's gone like Jack in the, from the Titanic. You, just let you it go. go let you it go, go and you confront let you confront go. Peter and just let you it say go. you know your peace with him or whatnot. But I don't know. I was like, yeah, I, was I would, I would confront that. him. I'd be like, oh well, and then just leave it leave it alone. Clearly, that energy from that guy is nothing good. Nothing good's gonna come from it. Don't get the don't get the pool net and catch your jacket in there. I mean, it's done. Let it go. It's okay. It's not a good look getting so your jacket funny. with the pool and crying out. about it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like yeah. felt bad for the guy, but I'm like, oh God, dude, no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. I felt bad too, but I think that's a little, he's a bit too sensitive um, to get emotional over a jacket. I would agree. Opinion. I think that that seemed like a bit much, but at the same time, I can only imagine how stressful it, like they literally put them in a pressure cooker, right? Like being yeah. in the cast is a crock pot of emotions. So I can yeah, see Dustin, how that's stressful. But also you guys didn't cry. Did you ever, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking like now, like, did you ever have a moment like when we were just with the guy? Like I get like, if it's an emotional thing with the actual girl, the relationship, but like, did you ever feel like there was a point like where it was almost pushing you to tears? No. Well, I, I never really got in conflict with anyone anyways. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe he's just an emotional guy, and maybe um, this environment really ticked his button and yeah, and let some tears out. Yeah, it's a jacket. I mean, it'd be something else if it was a 
something else that went down, I would be more. I hope he gets it. Like you said last night, I hope he gets a great jacket sponsorship. Oh, he's going to get a great sponsor deal. Yeah. It'll all be worth it. Yeah. I mean, he's got to go a little farther before people are like, all right, him at this point, he's got, he could go to paradise. He could make a little bit of waves there, but we got to see if he goes farther, I can definitely see a jacket sponsorship. Oh, these two guys are Peter and uh, Will, right? Yeah. They're definitely going to be in paradise. Oh, they have to be. And I really 100%. want them to bring Aaron back because Aaron's like the beach patrol where he's like, oh no, no drama, no bad guys. I want them to bring back Aaron so that he can just put these guys in their place. Oh, I'm sure they will. So the last thing from the first group date that I wanted to bring up was Martin with the uh, frosted tips. They started mm-hmm. calling him frosted tips. Do you think he dyed his hair to stand out on The Bachelorette or like he did it just because he thought it looked cool, because he really likes sync. I didn't love him last episode. He did really well this episode. He gets the group date rose. It was super cute. I can't get over the dyed hair. He seems like he's a really smooth guy, honestly. He reminds me, I don't know if you've ever seen like men's streetwear on Instagram, like all those like fashionable guys that are in the streets of New York or some other inner city. Just really cool guys, fit guys. He reminds me of those type of guys. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about or not, but he just seems like a very fashion forward, cool, chill guy. I don't know. Very smooth, I would say. Yeah, no, definitely smooth. Definitely reminds you like from Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, that that kind of vibe. But no, you got to give props to him. You know, he he definitely was extremely intentional with his time, uh, you know, with Michelle on the date and everything. And you got to appreciate that. It's always like you see, you know, I remember they, they were, or he was, I think the first time he kind of stole her away to just like check on her. And then the other guys are like, oh, come on, man. Why are you doing that? And it's like, what do you mean? Why is he doing that? Like you guys need to take notes out and do exactly what he's doing. Like he's trying to date this girl and, and, uh, and show her, you know, some effort. And that's exactly how you got to do it. So yeah, he's, he definitely grew on me this episode as well, Emma. So after all of that happens, we then get to see that Rodney is the next one-on-one and Rodney is on my top five, and he's also on Peter's top five. Let's go. And so it was exciting to see that he got picked, and it was a really cute date. Fun date. Very fun date. They have fun together. He's, he's going to be the silent assassin. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I think their chemistry is great. You know, she was talking about, like, friend zone, but I still feel like he's in the friend zone. He doesn't seem like... To me, like, they could be someone that takes it to the next level. Even though they have a great time together, they have great chemistry, I don't see it. Personally, I don't see it. I don't know. I like that he asked her questions. And I know we don't get to see, like, all of the date and all of the conversations. But what they did show was, like, him very intentionally asking her to open Mm -hmm. up and then really thoughtfully listening, which usually you see The Bachelorette ask, the questions of the guys or the lead asked the question of whoever like is pining for their heart. And so to like have him in his time, have her open up was really thoughtful. And I thought that his just like attentive listening was cool because sometimes like listening is more important than speaking. So I, I sure. thought that was nice. He, he does a really, really good job of like just being just so attentive and so focused and so present with, with Michelle, like with his time. I'm a big fan of Rodney. Yeah. I think he is just a solid dude. And like I said, silent assassin, I think he's going to, he's going to go further than people think. Uh, I don't know, maybe if, if they're end game, end game, but 
for sure, you see it on his side. And I think you started to see really on, her, on Michelle's side. She's like, wow, I have a really good one here in, in this guy. I would agree. Um, I also noticed, I've seen this a couple times throughout the episodes. I wonder if you guys have noticed it. When Michelle is really smiley before she goes in for a kiss, she does this cute little lip bite right before she kisses him. And they get it on camera almost every time. So like going forward, take like, watch. She does it's funny. This, I actually did notice that. You got yeah, a good she eye. She does this little lip bite and it's yeah. really cute. I was like, I like that. That is a cool thing. I thought it was cute. Yeah. It's like, it's a little like right before it's a little pause. You think she's going in and she does the bite. Yeah. I actually it's noticed a little, that too. It's very flirty. It's yeah. very uh, just fun. I, I like it personally. I'd, now I didn't even notice this as, so she's done it every time we've seen her kiss a guy on the screen. I wonder if like you'll notice if it's a tell, like where she's really not into the guy as she doesn't do it. I didn't notice that, but. Dang. All right. That's kind of, maybe you got something there. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out for that. So he gets the rose, end of the one-on-one. We go into the second group date, which is poetry. And Chris G is more excited than a kid getting to go to like build a bear or something like that. He walks yeah. in, he's like, I'm so excited. I love this poet. I love everything about this. I'm a motivational speaker. And he has trouble cleaning his jaw up off the floor yeah. to get up and speak. Yeah, that was that was hilarious to watch. I was like, I think he even caught himself too. He's like, man, this is the perfect date. You're doing poetry with forgot what the guy's name was. And he's like, oh, and, and you know, and of course I got Michelle here. I was like, oh man, you're having the, you're enjoying it. That's good, good to see. But Michelle's poem, I mean, she just destroyed. She she destroyed it. That was mic drop for sure when she went. She gave a, yeah, I think that's what it's all about. Just talking about your past and where you are, where you've been through, your struggles. And yeah, it was really good. I loved it. I loved that. That was, I don't know if you guys noticed, that was the voiceover. I was like, where is this going to be in the season? That was the voiceover they used in mm-hmm. the intro in the premiere episode. It was like a really dramatic obviously poem being kind of read and it was her doing it. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, I wonder where that comes later on in the season. And that's, that's where it was. No, it was, it was really cool. I thought that I kind of wish we'd been able to hear a little bit more of the poems from the guys, but at the same time, I know that the point of the show is to like watch a relationship develop, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just developing a bigger and bigger crush on Michelle as the season's going. Yeah. Like, I don't really care what any, like, while I wish I could have heard what they had to say, and their poems to learn more about them. I was infatuated with Michelle's poem and just kind of watching her speak was so powerful. And just another one of those moments where I was like, yep, this is my bachelorette. Absolutely love it. You got to run into her being out there in Minnesota. She went to the Timberwolves game the other day and I almost went to the Timberwolves game the other day. And so kind of bummed. I hope you have your uh, pitch, your elevator pitch ready. Whenever hey, you well, you her. tell her that we've episode. been recapping her every single week. If I get the chance to talk to her, I've got her on the podcast, guys. It's going to happen. Let's go. That's what I like to hear. There we go. <laughs> so then as, so they're wrapping up this portion of the date and Jamie pulls a producer to the side. Your boy, your boy, Jamie, Emma. That's your boy. <sighs> top five, top five, top five. Mad regrets on that one. You know, we all we've all made mistakes in life. Hey, don't worry. I think I put Peter in my top five too. Yeah, I put you did. Peter in my top five as well. We're all down to four now. Um yeah. so we're even at least. <laughs> but he pulls aside a producer, which like I don't know if you guys did that very frequently when you were on the show. It doesn't seem like obviously it doesn't get shown a lot, but 
it seemed very strange. He had like a one-on-one therapy session with the producer and he was like, I don't even know why all of these guys are here. Like I've already won. Didn't love it. (sighs) He's such a... Uh, he's a tough one to put your finger on. You just don't understand. Like, again, he just started so high and had such a, uh, you know, I had a deep feeling, story. I had a feeling night day one. I said, there's something about this guy that uh, I just don't like. He's a joker. He's just a joker. This guy, if I was, if I met this guy, I would, I would definitely, well, let me not, let me come back. Let me t- calm down a little bit. Meet him in I would just say, lot. I would not want to associate with this guy because I wouldn't trust him. That's it. That's all I'll say. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, you saw it. You see it with his body language too, like on the walk-up scenes, you know, for the group days, just being kind of goofy or joked. Like it's hard to take him, I guess, kind of seriously. And then like his group date poem, like didn't even listen to the instructions. And I it think everyone was just, yeah, it was just like- Told a story. Where are, you, where are you going with that? And then it all comes crashing down at the, uh, at the cocktail party. Yeah, and so she talks to Rick first, and that's how it all kind of starts to spiral. And then Nate, Rick, and Casey confront Jamie in a conversation that you'd think he would be more prepped for, potentially, but he flubs. It it was like... (laughs) Nate with the line of the night. (laughs) It was like some people... I've I've noticed, like, even like going to some meetings with some people, some people have away with words, they have large vocabularies and they will say all these things and get nowhere. Have you ever had a conversation with someone like, what the fuck did you just say? I don't know. Oh, what that's you're- me when I'm arguing with someone. I've, I know a lot of big words, but like, if I know I'm going to lose, I'll just try to confuse you. Oh my god! And gosh. I got called out on it yesterday. So I, it's something I personally need to work on, but oh, I definitely man. saw that in him. Oh, he, <laughs> he had that for sure. It was like, he was trying to definitely get, you know, the minimum words in a paper. You know, he was just like trying to. So what ha- what happened was was he was, you know, yeah, he was making the def- period like whatever you make the font in size the default, period bigger so it expands. Yeah, bump it up to a fourteen <laughs> point so that the paper goes just a little bit longer. Yeah, oh, and he was going nowhere, and oh. it's just like oh boy. And then and then Nate, why the bleep are we talking about episodes? What the bleep? <laughs> I, I love like, Nate. That I think so Nate funny. is my front runner at this point. Yeah, he's calling the bullshit. Like, what, what are you talking about, guy? What are we talking about? Yeah, it, it was, yeah, it just, it was odd. It, I, I was, I'm right there with you. I don't understand kind of where Jamie was. How, how, how are you not prepped a little bit more, like, for everything that you were doing? You, you would think he would have been, had a better answer than what he had. And, and then Michelle comes and confronts him. In front of the whole group. And then she was like, I'm sorry that I did this in front of the whole group. I didn't think it would spiral like that, but let's go outside. And I was like, ooh, she's taking him to the parking lot. She's walking him out and she sends mm-hmm. him home. Yeah. And that's what I love about Michelle because she's not dealing with the bullshit. Like you've seen other bachelorettes in the past. Like they know they have the wrong guy there. It's You know it's the wrong guy that's just stirring the pot. And it gives me butterflies. Yeah. So I'm I'm surprised now. Do you think that who would you say now? Because I'm surprised. Normally, they don't. The producers don't let you get rid of the villain so soon. Oh, this so, could be another villain. Who? It's who gonna be Chris. They did that the last season. Wait, it's gonna be Chris S. The teaser for the next episode was like Chris S is a snake, and I was like, Which ah. one is Chris S again? Oh yeah, he's That's another the, guy in my top five. It's he's a short white guy, guy, right? Showed, yeah, short white guy showed up uh, with the school bus and the like yes. school uniform. We haven't seen a ton of him. He's been kind of skirting by, but people called him a snake in the next 
trailer. So guess I can't pick them, guys. Okay. Okay. I guess then that's who it is. Because, yeah, they need... I mean, the show needs that. So I was surprised. I'm like, man, it's... Yeah, they're down to 14 Peter guys. And, and Jamie, all, all gone in one episode. And last week, we got rid of uh, Ryan... Or not last week, maybe the first week. We got rid of Ryan, who was the guy with the creepy notes. So she's just like... She sees any sign of bullshit, she's gone. Like, you're gone. Yeah. Gone, gone, gone. I wonder if Nate had some bullshit. Was she leaving because... I mean, every girl loves a tall guy, right? Six eight. <laughs> she, she might be like Nate's uh, six eight. He's yeah, six eight. Wow, didn't realize that. I don't know. Guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll wait and see. So, as it stands now, in each of our top five, we are down to four. We're even. Peter has Nate, Rick, Brandon, and Rodney. Dustin has Nate, Rick, Joe, and Clayton. I have Nate, Rodney, Clayton, and Chris S. The only similarity is we all have Nate. A couple of other ones are similar, like um, Dustin and I both have Clayton. Peter and I both have Rodney. Uh, and then you guys both have Rick. So I think I'm going to win, guys. Whoever has the most at the end, right? Whoever, yeah, it's whoever has the most at the end. Then the losers have to do, I don't know, maybe a cinnamon challenge. Are we just, is it just like the standard punishment now for the show? I don't know. You guys made me do Gotta it. Gotta be sucks. more creative than that. I uh, I think I've got three of the top. I would say I have three of the top four in my uh, in my pick. You don't have Clayton though, and I do think that Clayton's going to get to the final five. Okay, I said top four. I know. Um, I'm just I'm putting it out there. Yeah, that's my main criticism of your top five. You think so? Okay. You you think so? Because I'm like. With everyone knowing that he's the bachelor, you really think that they're gonna like there's no suspense there anymore. So I think he has to get his heart broken. And I think you have to get to the top five to really get your heart broken. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You have a point there. You're right. You're right. But it's just they can't like he can't be for sure like towards the end end because then there is no suspense. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a fine, there's a gray area where he has to be in or he has to be let go, I guess. So I don't think he makes it to like fantasy suites. Yeah, if they let him go too soon, then there's no investment for the next... I mean, they have nothing for the next season. You guys have good points. You do. You do. Okay. Well, well I guess we'll we'll have to hash it out again next week. We got to hash it out. I'm just saying, I'm calling Nate, get Brandon, and Rodney top three. And I got the... You heard it here first, folks. Five. Let's go. I feel like I kind of snoozed. I probably should have picked up Brandon besides Peter. Fuck. I know. I know. He's going to... He's my dark horse because the first episode, he like there wasn't too much shown of him. But remember, I told you, I'm like, and, I, and it's, you're starting to see it now. I saw he's on that horse date on the beach, and there's a proposal on the beach. So, get about the details. Go home. Go home. All about the details. Get, detail. get out of here. Okay, you got the upper hand. <laughs> it's almost like you know how it works from the inside. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> All right, guys. It's been fun. Let's do it again next week. We will do it again next Good week. Good stuff. Michelle, we love you. Can't wait to see what the future holds. And um, we really hope you find someone. But if you don't, not the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Petey? Do you hear that?
What is that? That sounds like greatness. Is there greatness in the air? I feel greatness in the air. Uh, this weekend, this weekend, we are about to, I, well, you've already done this, but I'm about to do something for the first time in my entire life. You're about to run 26.2 miles. Less than 1% of the world's population has done this. You are about to conquer this. That's why I hear greatness. And I, I just, I want everyone to know that's listening right now how excited I am, how prepared I feel. And uh, it's going to be, it's, oh, it's going to be, it's going to oh, be wow. quite the, um, it's going to be quite the, <coughs> Sorry, quite, guys, quite the uh, event. And I just, it's, yeah, the New York City Marathon, guys, is coming up this weekend, this Sunday. Dustin and I are running it alongside a couple of our best friends. We're benefiting Achilles, uh, which is a great organization, great charity to help disabled athletes. And I never thought in my life I would ever do a marathon, Dustin. I'm not going to lie. Never thought that because I'm just not a long distance runner. I still, I still can't believe you're doing it. I'm, I'm pretty shocked. So guys, I, I'm just going to come clean with you right now. And it's like, at this point, I just kind of have to accept it. And people, I get it, are going to be like, what the hell are you doing? You're crazy. Like, why would you ever do that? And you know what? Bring it. It's all deserved. I'll take it. But I really am not that prepared for this. And we were watching Kelly and Ryan this morning. They were talking about, you know, the New York City Marathon coming up. And they were talking about how... And then Kelly goes into a segment and she's like... You know, but what's, you know, it's super crucial is the, is the preparation and you got to prepare so far out and it takes so much time. And I'm just looking at this and I'm just like, what the hell is, am I getting myself into right now? I'm dying. It's great. So long story short, Peter is pretty much going into this race blind. He has not prepared really, but I think it's still durable. He might just finish in like eight hours, but long as you finish, that's all that matters, buddy. I'm going to finish. No, I'm going to finish in six or less. I will do that. I will tell you that. I'll put money on. I, I'll, I, I will put money. You, you won't. I, I will. I am way too competitive not to. Oh my God. I, <laughs> what's crazy though is, and listen, I just, for me, I think the biggest thing is I can't get off to, to like, I know the energy is going to be insane. The hype's going to be incredible. Like you're running with everyone in the beginning. You're going to want to just like get off the gates and just like sprint it. Not doing that. I'm holding back. And honestly, I'm not even like saying I, it's like, there's, there's a chance I could, I could beat you. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that's off the table. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's put a wager up. Let's, I'm not let's, putting any wager up no, on this. Let's, let's bet something. Let's, I, let's do this. The odds are so in your favor that the only bet we could do would be something that... No, I'm just saying we could bet that you won't finish in six hours. No, I, um, I'm not going to bet on this, but I, I am feeling... I wouldn't even say confident just because I have no idea what's coming. But You uh, have no idea. You're about to, I can't wait till I finish. I'm going to come back and just record you the whole time in my wheelchair because it's going to hurt. It, it fucking hurts, Peter. It hurts from your... Every toe you have to your feet, to your shins, your calves, to your your crotch, to your hips, your abs, your arms, it hurts. And uh, you're about you to- You guys want to know something that's crazy? The most I've ever run in my entire life okay. is not even half of this marathon. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. It is not even half. It's not even a quarter. Not even a quarter. Guys, Pete's going to need your help to be on the sides rooting him on. He's going to need all your energy, your support. If you guys are in New York City, I am recruiting our third roommates. I need you. Like He's the 12th man you. for the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to need that energy. I'm going to feed off of it. Okay. And when I beat Dustin, Dustin's not going to know <laughs> what to do with himself. When a man oh, that's God. only run six miles, the longest he's ever run his entire <laughs> life beats him in the marathon, 26.2 miles. You're not going to know what to do with yourself. <laughs> Guys, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see Peter's face when he hits like mile 15 and he realizes that he's still got over 10 miles more to go. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. You're going to hey, be in misery, buddy. I am flying under the radar, just oh, like I like you're, it. You're going to be dragging on the radar. No, 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 no. I'm going to use get... these wings and I'm going to fly <laughs> like an eagle. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, well, that's our prep session, guys. There you have it. Some of us have been working hard. Some of us hardly working. You haven't even really been working hard either. Calm down. You were running for a little bit. You've been. I run every Tuesday chillaxing. at Brooklyn Track Club. Every Tuesday I run. Every weekend I've done a long run. My most okay. I've run this week by myself, um, this year by myself was 20 miles. And I felt like death. And I still <laughs> understand that I still have another six miles to put on top of that for the marathon, 6.2. And that's why I'm just over here laughing at you. Um, but Well, you know what? Ignorance is bliss. And I'm not even trying oh. to think about how hard it's going to be or what's coming. And maybe this enthusiasm turns in a complete oppositeness of whatever enthusiasm is, whatever word you want to use for that. Oh, man. You guys are going to get a recap. The main thing is Peter is helping spread awareness and raising money for Achilles. So that's the real message that we're going to focus on. That's that, Guys, that's the only reason I'm doing this. I never would have signed up for a marathon for any other reason. But you know what? Hey, watch this. Watch I get hooked. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to break records this marathon, but watch I get hooked and this turns into a new passion. Oh, God. You never Anyways, know. guys, we're going to, well, we're going to have a recap for you uh, next week for Pray after for the me. marathon. Pray for so um, we'll see if everything aligns up. But uh, yes, please come support us. And uh, we can't wait to see our third roommates out in the city. If, if, you, if you guys are there, yell out, we're a third roommate, just so we know that that will keep us going. Yes, third roommate signs. We'd love that, guys. All right, guys. Today, we have Elena on as our third roommate. She's got a great question for us and uh, going to jump right into it. Lena, she goes, hi guys. I'm a big fan of everything Bachelor and follow probably 30 Instagram accounts that do recaps, memes, spoilers, news, you name it. I know you guys got a bunch of followers by being on the show, but I want to know how you feel about all the fan pages slash impersonation pages that people have made about you. Is it weird or cool that people go out of their way to make accounts about you? Hope you guys get this and keep up the good work. I listen on my commute and you guys make my morning. So sweet, Lena. Thank you so much for listening and for being one of our third roommates. Uh, I think it's a great question, Desi. Yeah, it's a really good question. I will say, um, I think they can be weird. I will say, though, it's very, uh, there was these sweet, um, I think, junior high girls or high school girls that made a page for Sophia. 
<laughs> during the pandemic. I thought that was really cute. And uh, uh, they had some funny um, posts and, you know, some cute stuff on there. And I thought it was endearing. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, I think it's it's definitely... At first, it's like, whoa, that's a little, that's, you're, you're not, it's, it's new to you. You're not expecting it. And I, um, I definitely had some really, you know, really cool accounts uh, from people that, especially, you know, when I, when I was a bachelor, it was, it was really cool to get the support. You know, there was a couple of the main accounts that I would DM with and uh, just chat and just, you know, show my appreciation to and just seeing people, you know, invest in your story so much and take the time to just, you know, essentially just do a whole nother profile for you and just show love and all that. It's like, it's, that's super cool. And that's like what it's all about. And that's why to me, that's like what makes Bachelor Nation so amazing. Like the support can be really incredible. And if you choose to, you know, just to look at that and, and focus on that, it's, it's, there's a lot of love out there and um, it's just, it's been super neat. <laughs> I think what's funny though is, and like, I don't, I'm, I'm shocked that like people still, you would have thought like, you know, maybe in the beginning, Instagram, you know, social media or whatnot, people could fool people, I guess, more. I'm not specifically talking about like fan pages or anything like that. Like that's super cool. I'm all about that. And thank you guys so much that I have done. If any of you guys are listening, really, it means a lot to us. But the people that like try to impersonate you, like legit is you. Don't you, do you get messages like that, Dustin, sometimes? And it's like, hey, I think this person like, and like, I feel bad because the person was like, they act, they tell me that they were like, they were actually fooled and they were like conversing for a while. Then they realized that it probably wasn't me. Do you, do you get that too? I I haven't gotten that, but yeah, I don't know how I would actually feel about that. That's kind of, I don't know. It's like, I know, it's I, a catfish. Yeah. Right? I, I think I've always, I was, I mean, I kind of made the joke about the whole verifier, the blue tick verified thing. That's, that's probably the best, you know, best thing that's come from that is that don't be full guys, but usually anyone that comes from the show, if like you're trying to talk with them or whatnot, they're going to have that. So anyone that doesn't, I would be very weary of, you know, getting into any conversations with them because unfortunately there are those kind of catfish people out there that, that do that. But to bring it back, yeah, thank you guys again for all, all the, the great, you know, accounts that you have made. And Lana, thank you for all your support. Um, we love having you as a third roommate. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.